Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on this uh, Sunday afternoon, February 15th, 2009. Did you remember your Valentine yesterday? If you did not, I'm sure you've heard about it by now. But this is Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith coming to you live from Citrus County, Florida on this cloudy Sunday. It's wanting to rain out there, but not yet. Our phone number is 347-826-9170. If you would like to call in and be a part of the program, always happy to have you on. And with me again is my incredible co-host, Barry Stutsky. Barry, how are you today? I'm doing excellent today, Alan. How's yourself? I'm good. You have to, uh, and you have to go go to work later, don't you? Yeah. Well, I decided to uh, do do two jobs today. This would be my part time job, and then I gotta go spend some miles on the truck a little later on. You know. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully you won't get wet because it's wanting to rain out there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Well, I forgot it was Valentine's Day yesterday, so I had to get out of the house anyway. So this is saving me. You know. <laughs> oh man. Uh oh. <laughs> That's not good. Well, I'm. Well, I'm glad you're back, and this is um, this is kind of a follow-up from our last show from Super Bowl Sunday when we were discussing uh, stress that truck drivers go through, and today we're going to be talking about uh, kind of the flip side of that, I guess, as to how and what drivers can do to be, well, to, um, I guess to put it in simple terms, to be happy while in their driving jobs, keeping a good attitude, a good state of mind, so to speak, and so... Um, so what do you have for us today, Barry? What road are we going down today? <laughs> well, I, I kind of key, key, I keyed in on uh, something that you wrote in the promo. It, uh, is it p- possible to, for a trucker to be happy? You know, and I, I kind of laughed when I read that because, you know, I mean, we've put a man on the moon. You know, we've, we've split the atom. You know, we got uh, robots uh, running around on Mars as we speak, to, you know, sending pictures back. But, you know, it. Is it possible for a trucker to be happy? And uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them are. I mean, I know I always say a, a lot of them hate it and a lot of it love it, you know. And and uh, I know those I know drivers that just can't wait to get out of it. And then I know drivers who uh, wouldn't do anything else. So I wonder what what separates those from the others. And one thing I had mentioned was, uh, you know, I've been in a lot of uh, a lot of traffic jams trying to get to my place I needed to be and then all of a sudden there's an accident or something and I'm stuck there for seven hours or so and then you look over and you see one driver just about ready to kill somebody and then look over on the other side and there's a driver just as happy as can be so I I wonder what how they get get in that state of mind where they just don't let anything bother them well I I mean you, you take a truck driver and, and here's, you know, a lot of it's physiological. I mean, you have a, a, a person, and it, just imagine that it's a person in an office, and they're sitting in front of their monitor, 
and they're belted to the chair for 12 hours at a clip. And, you know, that, that's kind of like how the truck driver is only, you know, they're they're just watching this movie out the windshield of their truck. And, you know, and frequently it's a horror movie, you know. Uh, yeah. But I, but but I think the difference is, is is the perception, you know. Perception is reality, and if a person looks out and sees a traffic jam and says, "Oh my," you know, and you know, it just depends on what the talk is going on inside their head, you know. And if the person says to themselves, "Geez, I guess the traffic stops," and grabs a book they have in their bag next to them and starts reading, then you know they can make the best of it. And if they start pounding the steering wheel, you know, either way, the traffic's not going to move and. Uh, it could be a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. There, there's days when personally I can handle it. Other days I car pound it on the dashboard, you know. But, but having, <laughs> yeah. having, having a, you know, it's not so much what's happening, but what we think about what's happening that causes a, a lot of the, a lot of the anger and a lot of the stress, you know. And uh, the drivers that are out there that accept, hey, sometimes the interstate's going to stop. They just uh, tend to you know, be a lot more okay with it. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to have that. You're going to have the weather and the snowstorms and the rainstorms and just all kinds of delays out there. So, you know, I guess if they're looking at trucking, they're just going to be have to accept that and, and uh, just play along with it. Not much you can do. No, no. You know, well, you, you, you can... Uh, kind of reframe the situation, you know, and, and like I said, and say, oh, I guess I'm going to get to hang out with the folks here for a while. You know, you know them circumstances where you put on the brakes and sit for an hour, and then you can get out and meet the other people, you know? Right, um, yeah. You know, I, I, maybe you're lying to yourself, you know, telling, telling yourself it's a good thing, but ultimately the person that pays the price for the anger is the driver, you know? And uh, Right. I think, you know, I, I got a kind of a weird thing that I do personally, but when it really starts getting to me, I, do, do you remember an old, uh, this is going back some time, there was a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and there was an ad for it, this is probably 1972 or something, you know, but the, the ad for it was, it's only a movie, it, it's only a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, so when I really start, get, you know, getting whacked, I just say, it's only a movie. It's only a movie. Somehow that makes it all right, you know. And, and you can get through <laughs> yeah. a few, a few more miles. I don't. I I don't know if that's a Dr. Laura solution to it to uh, to it, but it you know kind of it works for me, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. That was that. I never watched that movie though. Those are the kind of movies I don't like. <laughs> I, I I never saw the movie, and I I couldn't. I can't even. You know. Oh my goodness. You know that that movie Ghost made me depressed. To give you an idea, you know. I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I never got over that one. I think it was probably the last movie I watched. You know, I I couldn't possibly watch a chainsaw movie. But the but but the ad for it really works. You know, because uh, drivers just. What it is is it just, just driver most of the circumstances they're not in control of, you know. Yeah. They, could, they got deadlines to meet and and places to go and not enough hours to get there and they're tired and, you know, if a driver has to focus on the things that they can control, you know, which is mm-hmm. a, lo- a lot of what I think separates the happy guys from the unhappy ones would be the environment that they create in the truck, you know, because th- that's their world, you know, even a city driver. You know, 10, 12 hours at a clip, that's his world. He's liable to, or her, him or her, obviously a lot of hers out there anymore, are liable to spend more time in the truck than they do in their house on any given day, you know. So oh, yeah. there is a whole, 
there is a whole lot of you know things that a driver can do uh, to occupy their mind. You know. Yeah, I think it's just that first part of just getting getting past the part. You know, well, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late, and that kind of thing. That's that's where so much of the stress comes from. You know. And because uh, a lot of times the dispatchers don't want to hear, you know, you're stuck behind an accident. Or, I mean, I was running down Missouri one time several years ago and out of Kansas City, and I always took this little two-lane highway down, and I was running to uh, Texarkana, Texas. So I was winding my way down there, making pretty good time, and uh, <clears throat> I just saw this ex- flash of light up in front of me, about a mile ahead of me, and. Uh, big old flash of light and came up on it and uh it was a two-lane highway so these this car and this uh pickup truck had just uh collided head-on and so the, the the light i saw was the the explosion just the flame and you know it was a terrible accident and um so i mean so i, I sat there like seven hours seven or eight hours and cars were able to kind of turn around and get gone, but all the semis were just stuck there. There was no way we could move or anything. So, um, you know, I just I just lay down and went to bed and uh, slept the whole time. And then uh, a little bit later, there was, you know, seven, eight hours later, there was a knock on my door, and it was a state trooper and said, okay, you're clear to go. And uh, uh, still made my, still made my uh, delivery on time, though, but that you know, man, that was running hard, but I just figured, well, there's nothing I could do, so I just went to sleep. Well, that was the best <laughs> the best choice you could make under the circumstances. Yeah. So, but you know, there was a lot a lot of chatter on the uh, on the radio, you know, because everybody was all upset, and and of course, you know, that was a little bit different because they understood it was a you know terrible situation and everything, but it was still. Again, that stress, you know, that we talked about on the other show kind of creeping in. and But really, when you sat back and looked at it, there just wasn't anything you could do about it. But then you have the stress when you call the dispatcher, and, you know, that's the kind of stuff they don't want to hear because all they want is, you know, the load's got to get there, the load's got to get there. So, But it's, so re- it's just really a, the frame of mind you put yourself in, I guess. Yeah, maybe we're going to have to It's uh, come up with a 12-step program for truck drivers to cure them. What do you think? Uh, I, I, know, I know a lot of them have a acceptance. And uh, the, the way it is is the way it is, you know? Yeah. And, well, what, and, uh, what's, the kind of st- what's the kind of stuff you do out there? Well, I, Cause I, I know but, between, between here and Tampa, there's always a wreck. There's always a traffic jam. There's always something. So what, what do you do besides yeah. pounding on the dashboard <laughs> and there's always a wreck there's always there's always a, you, you, you know i just gotta sound kind of paranoid but i think there's people that wait on the side of the road to see me come southbound alan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they usually drive uh uh what do you what do you what do you call them not crown fix those uh grand marquees oh yeah usually green and they usually have uh, they they usually have new york tags not nothing against new york but you do send all your senior citizens down here in the winter time uh, and and sometimes i just all, all it takes to get me wired up at times is just for 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 a grand marquee to pass me you know and uh and i and i see them bony hands hanging on the steering wheel i know i'm i, I know they're going to pass me and slow down i just know it's coming you know and i'm already starting to uh, stress out, but you know, a lot of it I I think is drivers have just way too much time to think. Oh, that's for sure. You know, and 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 a lot of uh, what 
has uh, kept my own sanity, and I, I think helping a lot, especially in the age that we're in. You know, it used to be you had two options if you could if you could get the AM radio to uh, to get a station, <laughs> and then and then yeah. that FM came along. It got a little better, and there was more radio stations. But still, you know, when you're heading, uh, you know, you're going from one station to another, and it's fading out, and you, you know, or you don't like the, the song that's playing, you you really didn't have a lot of options. But now that we're in the digital age, I mean, it's it's amazing what you can do, and uh, you know, but mostly what drivers are getting is the input from whatever's going on on the highway, and whatever they're thinking about what's going on at home. And then, you know, to add to their misery is, uh, you know, what's coming out of the CB radio, because it's not all positive, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, personally, I think drivers have to pump something positive into their heads or, the, uh, you know, the negative will just eat them up. And yeah. That's what we do have control over. That, that's what I'm, you know, saying is, you know, we have no control over a lot of the circumstances, but we do have control over what we put in our own head. And, you know, your input equals your output. So if you can figure out a way to take the hours in the truck and put something into you that's positive, something into you that, that's entertaining, something into you that you really enjoy hearing, you know, the, your whole world will change. Right. Yeah, that's a, bit, that, that's a big plus because there's so much negativity out there anyway. I mean, you and I go through that, you know, here where we're at. So, uh and that if you're just around that all the time, um, you could be in a really good situation, but if you're around the negative comments and all that all the time, eventually you're going to be coming out with negativity out of your own mouth. And when you step back and think about it, it's like, you know, I, just the other day I was, you know, I was, I was happy with my job. What's going on? So the negativity from others can really, really play on your mind a lot. And the CB radio is one of the worst I mean, I turned that thing off ten years ago and never turned it back on. It was just, it was just a miserable thing. <laughs> I mean, did, did you? Somebody stole mine, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, I had one of them uh, yeah, Cobra Twenty Nine LTDs. You know, the one that's still, I still see them in the truck stop, you know? Yeah. And and, and a, fr- a friend, a friend of mine, Banana Joe, he was a CB guy. You know, he clipped the wire so it was illegal. We putting out way stronger signal than it should have. You know all the deals with a CB. You know, but this is going back some time. And I came in one day. I forgot to lock the truck, and and, and there was nothing there but a mount. You know. Wow. And and I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? This is the opportunity I've been looking for not to talk on that thing anymore. <laughs> and I I, yeah. I I I never got another one. You know. Uh, well, mine mine. Mine's sitting in my closet in there, and uh, I mean, I used it when I was coming up on a way scale or coming into a city, and and um, but I mean, you couldn't even can't even get on there and ask a question because uh, I mean, you'll just or have a decent normal conversation. It's just uh, oh, I, I got burned out with the CB a long time ago. But that's the negativity that comes from it too. Yeah, yeah, and that, that you know why. I mean, it, the, the good side is when the, when the interstate stops, you can find out why. Right. You know? So, so I think you know, for an over the road trucker, I mean, it's, it's pretty much something they need, you know. But uh, less so than it used to be, you know. Now with Qualcomm and all that, they have some form of directions, and you know, they they can kind of get around without it, you know. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah, a big one somewhat. for me is a. You're talking about you know uh, negative input. You know you know you've heard some of my Nextel stories. Our company supplies us with Nextel, and sometimes it's not all positive coming out of there from different drivers. <laughs> and, you know I uh, 
I, it's a pretty funny story, but I don't know if I, I put the driver, he kept going on and on and on and on. This is going back a couple of years. And I, and I couldn't, I put him in my lunchbox, you know, so <laughs> I yeah. had a cooler. So every time he'd start talking, I'd, I'd throw the next hole in the cooler and shut the lid and all I could hear was, <laughs> and then when the noise would stop, I'd say, I grabbed the next hole again and key up and I'd say, you're kidding me. And then I'd throw him back in the lunchbox, you know, and I have no idea what the guy was talking about, but he went on for about 10 minutes like that. And, and and I was just roaring with laughter, but you know it just took something that potentially negative, uh, you know it just turned into something positive. But you know every time I look at my lunchbox now, so uh, if, if you ever next help me and you get me angry, you're going to be down in there with a ham sandwich, okay, Alan? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that going on with you. So I I sitting here uh, looking in the chat. Welcome to everybody in the chat. I see, uh, Lauren, Lauren's back. Welcome back. And Moo and a couple guests in there. And, and Lauren reminds me of something, uh, on the Sunday bowl, on the Super Bowl Sunday, we had that, uh, three book giveaway where you, uh, answered a question for the trivia question. And, um, Lauren, and I believe the other guy who, uh, who won was, uh, Hanley. So, Hanley, if you're out there listening, too, this is for you and Lauren, because we tried to send you the books, but your email kept bouncing back. So the only thing that could probably be is because we were in your spam filter, and your email uh, was, your email account was uh, catching us as spam. So um, if you can uh, undo our email, info at truthabouttrucking.com, and place us in your contact so it's not spammed, we'll, we'll get you those books because I don't think you've gotten them yet and you want them. So, so uh, if you're wondering why you never got your books, that's why. Our email is in your um, spam filter. So open us up and make sure that you uh, can receive emails from us from Info at Truth About Trucking and shoot us another email after you do that and we'll get those books to you. So uh, I'm glad you got on there because we we just didn't have any way of getting a hold of you so that's the case on that so so okay so yeah i remember some of the stories you were telling me barry about uh the the next tail calls and and you know because uh, i would see you one day and boy everything would just be great and then i'd see you a little bit later and and uh it was just like a difference between night and day, and then I found out you'd been talking to somebody on the next tail, so that explained everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess everybody's got. I actually love the thing, you know. I got my wife one, you know, so she, she needs me. She can, you know, stop for a loaf of bread kind of call, you know. And, right. and if I need to speak with the company, I mean, it's the best thing that ever happened, and I don't have to tell you what it's like trying to find a payphone to call the 800 number to get a hold of the dispatcher, you know. And, uh, yeah, those things don't hardly exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, even if they do, tractor trailers don't fit in McDonald's parking lots very well. I found out a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. times, <laughs> you know. But uh, well, those are, those are pretty good anyway because a lot of places you go, you won't have a signal anyway. If you did have a cell phone, but the Nextel usually works out good. Yeah, I, I it's kind of a love hate relationship. I like. I mean, it, it's like it's taken so much stress out of my life because when I do have a problem, I can hook up with somebody. And and you know if there's something going on at home, you know they can hook up with me. I I'm I I don't know. Maybe, I guess maybe I'm not. A, uh, I'm kind of a one task at a time person. Yeah, everybody's different. You know, there's multitasking type of personalities, and there's people that you know I can laser focus on whatever I'm doing. But 
the next hole only has one button. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and the idea that I could actually make a cell phone call and have a cell phone. You, you know, I was looking at a little bit of research, and you know, we were talking about this stress show that we did, and they said that when a person, and they were talking about people driving cars, and I don't know how, how, how the numbers play out for a professional driver, because, you know, we do have, you know, we do it for a living, but they were saying that when a regular person jumps in their car, that their stress levels, and, and they wired them up, you know, for, uh, you know, uh, perspiration and heart rate and blood pressure. You know how they wire people up for stress? Yeah. And, and they put them in a vehicle in normal city driving uh, conditions, and uh, their their stress rate went up tenfold. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then they... Now, and, what, what, was that city or highway, or was it all uh, just tucked I, together? I believe, I, I believe the research was done in an urban environment where you know okay. where they were dealing with traffic lights and school buses yeah. and, and things like that. But they said that the you know the stress indicators that uh, you know they had were that it went up tenfold in general. I don't know if it stayed up there, but it spiked. And then they decided, well, let's see what happens when we put a cell phone in our hand. So they had them grab a cell phone and uh, start carrying on a conversation, and it went up five times where it was from the. So, so what, oh, what I'm man. saying is that, uh, yeah, yeah. So you take a regular person from their chair in their living room and you put them in a car on a cell phone, and, and according to this research, their stress level goes up by five thousand percent. Is how that works out, you know. Oh, man. That's a <laughs> so, lot of stress. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you you put them out there in a Kenworth, and uh, yeah, like they, they, you know, I, I'm <laughs> thinking that being as we're so accustomed to being in that environment that we don't spike like that. I think we're pretty much. You know, the professional drivers as a whole are just, that, that's where they live, so it's not as yeah. stressful an event as it may be for someone who just takes a ride in a car once in a while. But nonetheless, you know, uh, when when uh, someone's in that condition, you know, they're not going to accept uh, problems as easily as they can, you know. Yeah, well, I, I, can, I can see that being a big factor in the students and new drivers coming in, coming on the road. I mean, I remember when I first started, and took off. Man, I was fine on the interstate, you know, but when I started coming into Detroit or Chicago or L.A. or Sacramento or one of these big old places for the first time, uh, um, I tell you, I'm sure my heart rate was way way up there. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're in the right lane and and it's the left lane exit. Or the first time you're, you know, well, I don't want to get too many war stories, but I, I, I never was uh, in Atlanta, and I'll never forget the first time I went to that place, you know. I'm not an over-the-road guy, you know, and uh, I, I don't oh. think anything in my life could have prepared me for that, you know. That's got to be one of the worst cities for, for driving, and, and I mean, there's bad drivers everywhere, but I, I spent a lot of time in Atlanta because I had a terminal there, and uh, I mean, there was always, I mean, never a day went by. But there was just massive wrecks out there on the 285, you know, uh, loop, and uh, I mean explosions and turnovers. I mean, it was like a war zone. I mean, I, that's like an everyday occurrence there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> I went there enough to to find out that you know I should. Well, that's another thing. I didn't even uh, think about it, but you know, be grateful for what you have, and you can you'll be a lot happier too. You know. 
I think yeah. a lot of that comes back to taking responsibility for our lives, you know. And there's days when, man, oh man, oh man, you know, and I, uh, I get real unhappy, and then I think, man, you know, I got a job, you know, I, I got a couple dollars in the bank, my bills are paid, I'm gonna be home sleeping in my own bed tonight, or what? Yeah, not everybody wants that, but you know, uh, some gratitude for what you do have goes a long way towards towards uh, towards being happy, you know. Oh yeah, I've got a. Got uh, Lauren commenting here. Let's see. I want to get this in. She's saying, no matter what job you have in today's world, you're always looking for the next best thing. Well, isn't that the truth? I think you need to identify what it is that makes you happy and go for it. If trucking seems to appeal to you, then most definitely go for it. Adjust your living arrangements. Life is too short for a dead-end career or job. And uh, I did receive the – oh, you did receive the books. Okay, good. And thank you for a great read. It is the truth that sets us all free, by the way. Uh, let's see. She said you're on a FM radio station, Classic Rock 94, uh, 9, 945.com, and you can stream it. But the fame or lack thereof is not what is cracked up to be stuck in a small room. Okay, so, yeah, she's right. So, see, she has a, she has a good attitude, you know, just um, – Basically, is 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 what you make of it. Yeah, you know, I got this. Uh, I wrote down a couple a couple of notes here, and I was going to get to this later, but I'll throw you out there now because it's something along the lines of what she just mentioned. You know, maybe there's a lot of people like myself, and you know, you got out of high school and you jumped right in the truck, and that's all you ever did. You know, and there may come a time when you just need to get out of it for a while and and try to make a living doing something else. And boy, that's the best thing I ever did. You know, I took a couple jobs as uh, uh, selling water treatment systems and uh, killing termites. You know, and uh, I I I got a little bit because I didn't know. You know, it's sort of like someone gets out of college and they take a job as a school teacher and they're 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 constantly whining, but that's all they ever. You know, I'm not picking on school teachers, but I'm just saying that's all they ever did. They don't have any reference point for what the rest of the world's doing, you know. Right. And and that was just a great thing. And you know, and if, if someone's out there that unhappy, you know, get out of it for a while. I mean, you know, the the world the the world's your burrito. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, but uh, I I went several months doing different things, and I said, you know what, I really like being a truck driver. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of freedom in it, you know. And he, well, even now, you know, we got the GPS, and everybody knows where we're at. We can't hide under a tree anymore. But I mean, there is a lot of, to be said for, uh, you know, other than getting the thing from point A to point B. In most cases, you kind of run your own life out there. So I'm, I, 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 you know, I would suggest, you know, try other things, you know, and and, and see. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you never know till you try. One thing I had uh, talked about was. Um, you know that that can be a problem too when you when you've been driving so long and then you try to try to get into something else. Uh, all the employer sees as a truck driver. Sometimes it's hard to break away from that. I mean, if you've been doing it for a long time, I mean, if you've been doing it for like a year, it's kind of easy to break away. But if you're doing it, you know, ten years or so, all they see is a truck driver, and and uh, many times you're kind of stuck there. But I, I say that really to to anybody. I mean, you know. If, if you're just not happy in what you're doing, whether it's trucking or, you know, whatever it is, I mean, you know, kind of stop complaining about it. Just, you know, go go do something else. I mean, it kind of makes, you know, sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, read, you know, I read a book a, a while uh, back, and uh, the, the guy was talking about He was kind of on, on this topic, and he, he was 
talking to a guy who was extremely unhappy in whatever his occupation was, but the guy knew everything in the world there was to know about apples, you know, and he had a whole, like, orchard in his yard, and he just apples, and that's all he wanted to talk about was apples, and he said to the guy, you know, you need to be an apple farmer, you know? I, I know how strange that sounds, but if, if there's something out there that really catches you, and, and, you know, and you find yourself doing it in spite of how tired you are, you're constantly thinking, about it, give it a shot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that reminds me of a friend I had uh, back uh, oh, a long time ago, but he was uh, just kind of tired of his job. I forget what he was doing. He might have been in the oil field or something. And <laughs> it's kind of funny, but he uh, he always wanted to be a catfish farmer. <laughs> and uh, so one day I just, got, I just looked at him and said, why don't you just stop talking about it and do it? And uh, outside of um, Okmulgee, Oklahoma, I think, or somewhere around there i can't remember the town but he he finally built a catfish farm and uh just like living the dream but you know who would have who would have ever thought just you know raising catfish but he but he loves it though and he's happy so i guess that's all that matters yeah yeah it it is it is you know and uh i i, I think that unique thing about uh being in a truck is that you have so much even though you do have to get the, the load from point A to point B. The rest of the time's yours, you know. And there's so much, you know. And, uh, there was a quote from a guy. He said, uh, "You squeeze an orange and you get orange juice." You know, uh, as, as far and you know, you squeeze a truck driver. What do you get? You know, and, <laughs> and we're being we're we're being squeezed out there a lot. But you know, what, what comes out is what's what's inside, and what's inside we have control over. You know, we we if we collectively decide, you know, hey, man, today's the day I take responsibility for my time in the truck. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I got out of high school, and I had two choices. I could have went to uh, college and or got, you know, went driving a truck, and I didn't want the party to end, you know. <laughs> right. College looked college look like work, and there, were, there was many years of, uh, you know, off and on anguish. Like, oh, my goodness, I could have done this or that with my life and blah, 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 blah. I even went to night school for a while, but it was, you know, with the 12-hour days, it was killing me. It was just, you know, I couldn't keep it up. I, I put, put, pulled four oh grade point average, you know. It wasn't, that it, it wasn't that I couldn't handle the work. I just didn't have the hours, you know. But anyway, I, I kind of, especially these last few years, came to terms with it, you know. And it's a pretty good way to make a living in a lot of cases, you know. And uh, a lot of it is, is uh, you know, what, what do you want to put into your head? You know, and yeah. uh, and what do you want to occupy your time with? I went out and uh, one of the first things I did myself was bought an XM radio, and um, I don't want to give a commercial for XM, but they're they're kind of the only game in town now. Anyway, they merged with Sirius. You know, that that was a big help. Well, is that the only one now? Uh, yeah, it's XM XM Sirius or merged oh. together. I, oh, I think okay. pretty much every over the road driver out there's probably got a satellite radio at this point. You know, but, I know but many that was of them. That, that that was that was a, a real big help in and of itself. But what happened was I started listening to uh, I I started listening to a little bit too much neg negative kind of uh, themed talk radio, you know. And, yeah. And I, and I found it having the opposite effect, you know. So I kind of <laughs> overdid it, you know. And, uh, yeah. But, well, but that that just goes along with talk radio, but. There's a lot of good things out there. I mean, I know there's uh, you know, there's always Art Bell and George Norrie. I mean, there's tons of things out there. 
I love it. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons, yeah, to, to say I'm a fan of Coast to Coast would be an understatement. One of the reasons I got the XM to begin with was because I couldn't hold the station for that show. So I guarantee you at 1 a.m., if you want to know what I'm listening to, just tune into tune into that. You know, I just love that show. And uh, I got an email from a friend. I mentioned that we were going to do a show today on happiness, and uh, his response was, there's only two things that make a truck driver happy. One is XM, and the, and the other one I can't repeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a trucker classic response, you know. Yeah, <laughs> put, put, put me in mind. Of, put me in mind of that old Beatles song, you know. Happiness is a warm gun, but but we re, uh, redo the lyrics a little bit. The happiness is a warm bunk, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, well, that's what I mean. I mean, some, some love it, some hate it. So I guess you just never really know until you try it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got. He, uh, you know, I can tell you. Do you, you know, I'm going to throw some technological terms out here. I bought a device at Pilot, and it's about three inches long, and it plugs right in the cigarette lighter of any any vehicle. And it has it's an FM modulator with a USB port on it that you can stick a flash drive in. And I was, you know, a tr- driver, you know, mentioned something to me, and I and I said that to him, and he looked at me like I was Greek, you know, talking Greek. And it occurred to me, geez, maybe not everybody's familiar with that, but for $30, I got this thing that uh, you can put in any vehicle. That's All that a modulator is is a device that takes an audio uh, file and turns it into a short-range FM signal. So, in other words, if you have the 97.3 set on this modulator and 97.3 set in the truck, then the, whatever you're playing will come through your radio. That, that's all that means. If people have XM, a lot of them are aware of that technology. And what a USB port is is just a, just a little hole in the thing that you can put a flash drive in. And what a flash drive is is just a little memory stick about the size of a cigarette lighter. Uh, I already mm-hmm. had one laying around that was two gigabytes. So, I mean, I can easily put... 25 hours of stuff on this thing, you know? Yeah. And now any truck I jump into, I can, uh, I mean, I can just put anything on it. It's amazing. Can, can, I, can, I, can I pitch a good suggestion about what to put on such a device? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. The Truth About Trucking Live Radio Show. You can download the MP3 oh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ran, into, I, I, I ran into a driver last night, and... Uh, he came up to me and and he was looking at me and he said, "Are are you Alan Smith?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "I caught your podcast." And I said, "Oh, you did?" And uh, he goes, "Yeah, I recognize your picture." And uh, I said, "Well, I didn't even know we were on podcast because I don't understand all this podcast stuff." But but he actually said that he he caught the show on 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 a podcast and. Um, I don't know if he was using one of these little things that you're talking about or what what that was all about, but it was kind of it kind of floored me because he walked up and recognized me, so that that was kind of cool. <laughs> wow, that is yeah. Well, podcast is I don't know exactly where the word came from, but but, but a podcast is a is a web based audio broadcast. That's all it means. Uh, it, it could be any like like your show right now. This is getting turned into a podcast as we speak, and you know there are. Uh, Sites that uh, oh, podcastalley.com and they have software and I haven't actually used that one yet. I haven't had the need. I got so much stuff uh, 
from other sources. I haven't used that one yet, but I know they got software that t- somehow searches for, searches out podcasts that are available, and that might be how they hit on yours. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I I thought I said well, because I asked him, you know, well, oh, you you found uh, you know Blog Talk Radio, and he said no, it was a podcast. So so uh, so apparently these things are uh, being. I mean, I know we've. Li- I mean, we have listeners all over. I mean, we've been contacted. From Japan and Australia. I mean, I know it goes all over the world, but uh, he kind of threw me off on that podcast. I didn't realize that, but when you were I talking you, about your your little transmitter thing, that that reminded me of it. Yeah, and that thing, the beauty, the beauty part about that thing is is it's so simple. It doesn't tell you what's on. I, I got I got it actually loaded up. I put thirty five tracks on it for, for tonight. I won't even. I, I if if I had a mind to, I could do uh, the whole twelve hours and not even get through them. Some of them are long. Some of them are like your shows, like an hour. And some of them are uh, Scientific American podcasts, are like twenty eight minutes. And then there's uh, this is just stuff that interests me. Uh, but there's, right. There's, there's no end to it, but uh, I know I went to the site podcastalley.com, and if anybody's you know looking for a, a source of uh, free, can I emphasize free? <laughs> you know, because if you know, I've spent uh, over the years. I used to be they were cassette programs, and that's how it all started. And, and you know, when I decided to just take responsibility for keeping myself positive, you know, and but I was right. paying anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars for cassette program. I have shelves full of them still, you know. Some of them were sold on eBay because you know I don't have a cassette player, but uh, you know that's how it all started. But the, the topics are amazing. Uh, iTunes is uh, where I get most of my stuff now, or Blog yeah. Talk Radio site. If anybody uh, is listening to the show, obviously they know where that site is. If you just go in there, any topic that you can conceive of is available there and uh, for free download. And one that you uh, put me onto was uh, what alternativeenergy.com. Yeah, alternative energy. Uh huh. Yeah, great yeah, they, show. Yeah, they have they they do a lot of shows on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio is just really becoming. I mean, you know, they New York Times, all these places. They call it the media sensation of the future. It's it's really really getting out there. A lot of celebrities and everything too use Blog Talk Radio, so it, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. The, the fact is, well, anyway, that, that's, uh, that is a very uh, you. You can obviously get an iPod now. I I can't comment about an iPod. I know they're excellent devices, but I've never owned one. You know, and you can play the podcast or MP3 files through that. But mm-hmm. you know, the thing I got was only thirty dollars. Walmart sells a two gigabyte uh, flash drive, so anybody that even has access to a computer, you, you could get like a 8 or 10 gigabyte flash drive are available out there. Like an over-the-road trucker is home, only home every couple of weeks, you know, and mm-hmm. actually load. You, it, I mean, it's amazing. The technology is just amazing to me. You say it takes five times in 25 hours. So what are we looking at? 125 hours of stuff on one little teeny thing the size of a cigarette like so I don't know how yeah. far you can drive, but you can literally plug this thing in and go to California and up to Canada and, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, right. and, still, and, and by the time you get through 125 hours, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you're forgetting what you listened to the first time around. So I don't load that much. I don't have a need to. I'm home every evening, you know, or every day in my case, you know. But, uh, mm. but I, you know, there's a, a $30 solution, $13 for the flash drive, and you have, have access to a computer even if it's, only once in a while. I mean, it'll change your life, you know. It just, just. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, Blog Talk Radio, and I'm not just saying that because we're, we're on Blog Talk right now. But I mean, it's just uh, uh, a mountain of information. The one, and I don't recall the name of it, or I, I, I'd, uh, I'd plug it, you know. Uh, and uh, 
Stanton Friedman was on it. And I don't know if you're familiar with Stanton, but he's a yeah. Uh, he's a nuclear physicist, and he's uh it was on one of those uh, paranormal or uh, UFO kind of podcasts, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Stanton Friedman is one of the biggest names in in the planet and that kind of thing, and there he was, yeah. you know. And, and yeah. Stanton was uh was was playing in my cab of my truck just like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know a lot of drivers are going to that. You know, you know our friend Dirk. He doesn't even listen to the radio anymore. All he listens to is. You know, whatever that little thing he has in there, the podcast and all those kind of downloads things, he doesn't even listen to the radio anymore. So that's just one great way of passing time in the truck Gosh, and I forgot. Putting, putting positive things in your head instead of negative, putting things I in for- your head that you want to hear. Yeah, you know, I forgot about all that. Yeah, that's exciting. He, what, he bought, what he did now is he went out and bought himself an iPhone. Oh. Okay. And okay. to the uh, and I th- I think the files drop right down to the, to his phone. I think I'm pretty sure uh, I don't own an iPhone, but apparently he can download them those files directly to his phone. So, yeah, here you just solve the thing for the over the road trucker, get an iPhone and you can you can just drop uh and I know that thing holds like 10 gigabytes. I just outrageous amount of I mean hundreds and hundreds of hours of stuff he could put on there. But yeah, you can drop it right down your iPhone and just plug it in in the truck, uh, man. You, and away you go. So yeah. Well, uh, and and not just an iPhone, even even what you have or an iPod, even what you have, just that little thirty dollar uh, FM transmitter. But you know, you hit on a good thing because um, you know these drivers, they they go along and eventually, you know, they get tired of the radio or the music, and so they they, they get on that um, that old um, CB radio we were talking about. <laughs> earlier and uh, all the negativity and everything but if you're in control of what's going in your head to keep that positive attitude and and keep going that's a good thing i think that's why you do so well out there on the road you you're in your own little world out there I, <laughs> I, did you hear that beep uh-uh oh okay i didn't know must no, be on well, my end yeah it, it's on uh, it's on my end, Alan. That's okay. Go ahead. You still there? Yeah. Well, you know, wait, wait. Remind me of the stress show. They said they said you start hearing noises. Do you remember how that yeah. was? This is. So it's probably not really there, Alan. It's just the stress showing up in my life, you know. Oh no, I hear but, something. We're in we're in an office here, so we'll have the facts go off and all kinds of things. So, but uh, um, just so just take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm fine. I just I never imagined I'd get so excited about a thirty dollar piece of technology, but I am, you know. And uh, you, you know, I, I if trust me, I guess the thing is, trust me, try it, you know. And you'll find that you'll come home from work, and and the kid that always annoys you, that you just want to scream at when you walked in that door, you'll probably hug him, you know. But <laughs> yeah. when, your your input, you know. You, you, Whatever you put in you, it's going to show up somewhere, you know, and you've got to take, you know, take responsibility for what you put in you. And, and now uh, I get a lot of stuff from iTunes. Are you familiar with Apple software, iTunes? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, well, they have uh, – if any, it's a free download for anybody that's uh, got a computer. You download iTunes and you install it, and then uh, – one 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 piece of confusion was I cl- I clicked on podcasts and I don't recall nothing happened so you might have to click on iTunes Store 
and then click on podcast. But they have everything known to man on there. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, uh, every health, sports, you know, Formula One racing. I mean, I'm not into that, you know, and, and football and ESPN and uh, these. A lot, a lot of cases are regular shows that that are broadcast on the on the normal uh, media that just are made available, you know. But that that's that's real easy. Between Blog Top and Talk and iTunes, I well, okay, iTunes. I got on there and I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll find something that interests me. Well, 550 hours. <laughs> <laughs> 550 yeah. hours of stuff I downloaded the first hit, you know. Yeah. I just kept clicking, you know, and I just—I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know because they have an option you can sign up, and then anytime that you happen to have iTunes on, it'll automatically grab the new shows. And there's another option that says check all. Well, I hit it on a couple of these check alls, and what I didn't realize I was hitting on a year or two's worth of shows, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, and I hit download, and a little thing spins around. So I got, uh, you know, I I think I listened to a hundred hours. So I got like four hundred fifty hours of that kind of stuff on there. But uh, you know, I like science, so you know that Scientific American podcast is fantastic. And there's Inside Renewable Energy. If if you're into that, you know, what I'm trying to say that's what I like, you know. And and I can I can literally get in a, a truck and and go, you know, five hours later, uh, I just look at the clock and say, where did the time go? It just blows by, you know? Yeah, that, that's my... the best thing about it because you get out there, you have a sorry radio in the truck like we do, and uh, you're putting in a 12, 13-hour day. And and I remember I jumped in your truck one time, and you, you had your uh, your XM thing in there or something, and uh, I, had a tw- I had a good 12, 13-hour day that night, and Man, I was already back home in the yard before I knew it. I mean, the thing was great. So when I got stuck back in my truck, man, I was really depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love, you know, I'm I'm probably like, dude, I should be an XM sponsor. You know, to say I love that thing will be an understatement. But, there, you know, the addition of this little device that I got, or, or you know, it just, between the two of them, I, I, it's almost like, geez, uh, my boss, uh, it was a couple of years back when I, I got my Audible. I had an Audible dot com subscription for downloading books, you know, and and he he was joking that uh, you know I'll probably say hey 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 don't bother me right now I'm listening to, you know I got to get to the end of chapter two you know right right and, but but it's kind of like that you know it's like darn I got to unload this thing now you know <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> you know and then and and believe it or not okay this is why I'm loving trucking I mean literally why I'm loving trucking lately I really I, I can honestly sincerely say I leave the house and and yeah I'd rather stay at home and yeah I'd rather be with my kids and and all that yeah I mean I mean there's just no denying that but I can honestly say I get in the car to go to work I don't I don't feel the least bit I'm not I have no Stress, fear, nothing about going to work tonight because I know I got, you know, I got a, uh, you know, eleven hours work and I got thirty-five hours worth of stuff to listen to on that little device, you know, and it just makes a massive, right. massive difference. Um, I, I mentioned Audible, and and uh, you know, like I said, I mean, well, what the heck, you know, they're they're out there. Uh, I guess I'm pitching them, but it, I, it's Audible.com. There's fifty thousand titles on there. Wow. Uh, Every all kind of book, huh? I'm just gonna say all kinds of resources if you know where they're at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I actually, uh, since I, this is a heck of a thing, but since I got on the, with the blog talk radio, I actually dropped Audible. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blog Talk put them out of it. But, no, but they're, they're an excellent uh, resource, you know, and you can download. If, if you want current, you know, a book that just got released last week, uh, it, it was $15 a month, and it was worth every nickel. And they have unabridged versions of books. You know, cause truckers, one thing we got, you know, the abridged version will be, the, the, you know, the text that got released in the bookstore. Unabridged might have been, the uh, you know, the, the huge document that the, that the writer or the publisher was beginning with. So someone will run eight hours for, you know, or you can get the yeah. version that's three hours. But either way, 15 bucks a month, I was getting a book a month. I have, uh, I don't know, I probably got 20 books laid there on CD, you know. So, yeah, well, well, see, I never, when I was over the road, and I, I really wasn't that hip on technology and all that stuff, and uh, so all I did was just, you know, drive, drive, drive down the road, drive down the road. And I was at this one truck stop, and I got to talking to this one driver, and uh, he goes, uh, listen, I've, I've got a book on audio. If you'd like to, you know, if you want it, you can have it. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, that's not really my cup of tea, you know. And uh, But then he, he pulled it out of his truck, and he showed it to me, and it was a, it was a book, and it was uh, Wyatt Earp. Uh, and somebody had re- recorded him before he died, and uh, it was it was the real actual Wyatt Earp telling his life story, and wow. I thought, yeah, and I thought, okay, now this this I could get into, and so I hopped in that truck and took off, and man, I tell you, I listened to that whole book, and just to listen to the actual Wyatt Earp talk was just amazing, and after that, I really got into audio books, and it made the time go by so fast and uh, really increase my enjoyment of, of over-the-road trucking, just that one simple little thing. You know, I had the CB off. I didn't have any negativity feeding into my head, and I was just listening. It's it just amazing things, and that was a long time ago. So now what they have now, the technology, uh, there's no reason why these drivers should be out there and all, all doom and gloom. They can just feed this positivity, whatever they want to feed into their brain, they can because the technology is there, just like you're saying. And that's what you've done. So you, you figured out how, you, you figured out the way to, to make yourself happy out there on the road. And yeah, that's the key. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just all started with uh, just making a decision to take responsibility for my life. Not saying that someone has to run theirs accordingly but just as individuals then i am responsible right. you know if i'm angry pounding the wheel stressed out of my gourd i am responsible because the moment that a person takes responsibility for their lives they have control do you, do you see if i say hey alan you made me angry alan you're wrecking my life as long as i'm blaming you alan um i, I have no control you have all the control because i just said alan you wrecked my life you know right so so uh <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sounding like a double clutching Dr. Laura here, huh? You, you ever heard that show? I, I've only listened to it once or twice, but but you know that's your take responsibility for your life. You don't get pregnant, Alan. Okay? Yeah, well I know she jumps on him now. Yeah, well, yeah, well, so maybe that's my role. Is uh, you know, well, you asked me to be on here today, so you know, I, if anybody gets mad, I guess they can send me a death threat or something, right? That's, no, that's no, a, I mean, it's good ideas because, like I said, I drove. I mean, I never really took the time to utilize what's out there to to make the life on the road better because uh, 
I mean, it's a rough life. I mean, endless, endless miles away from home. So if they can just, uh, you know, I mean, I, and it, most everybody knows about these audios, but the, the podcasting, the, it's, it's feeding, feeding your mind, you know, the positive things to, the, to keep your good attitude and things like that going. And uh, I think a lot of drivers need to hear that and start utilizing that technology that's out there because the technology is amazing. Uh, it is, and and you know, and it's changed so quickly that, that you know when I the the, the it's actually was a, a driver who mentioned the word podcast to me, and I had been hearing the term, but I didn't know what in the world is you know we just said like it's just an audio file that's you know generally of a, a program or uh, some people just you know it doesn't necessarily talk radio it's liable to be uh, anything about anything and anybody can make them you know. But right. I didn't know because it was getting, like I say, Audible was very reasonably priced. But nonetheless, that was only a book a month, and an overrode truck driver, I'm sure, would burn through that relatively quickly. You know, you could buy more, but it did cost money. And I, I'm understanding not everybody's got a pile of cash in their wallet. You know, right. So when when well, I came, let's, no, I'm just going to say some of some of it's uh, uh, very affordable too. So. I mean, look at what you do. You get a, you get so much stuff just for free. You just grab it, download it, and and your twelve hours of driving a night just goes by in a in a blink of an eye. It, it does, it does, and it just I don't know. I sound like Mr. Man. This is this happiness show is making me happy. You notice that, Alan? <laughs> oh, good. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe there's one more. Per- one more person out there that will get happy from the happiness show. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of, that's kind of a strange thought, you know. I, I, I was uh, thinking about the, uh, the the promo you did and just the idea of, a, you know, a, a truck driver and being all happy and giddy, you know. Yeah, I, I had to think about how I was going to describe this show because I thought, now, listen, let me see. How am I going to put this? Look, how to be happy, and then I can just see all these big, burly truckers, you know, out there, and, you know, they're going to, you know, hunt me down and beat me up or something, and so <laughs> so I figured, well, okay, I'll turn it into, like, a state of mind, and, and really, that's what it is, and uh, and I know, like I said earlier, we get it here all the time with some of the people that we work around, just the constant negativity, but uh, I look at you all the time and think, you know, boy, that guy, he's always up, uh, you know, when I see him, I say, he's always up, he always has a good attitude, and, and, uh, and I thought, well, you know how how does how does he do it? Because I see other people like that out on the road too, and then I see others that are just so miserable, and uh, so that's why I thought you know well we'll just hear it from you. But these are the things that you you use uh, just keep your keep your driving life happy because you you seem pretty content with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am now. I, I am now. Like I said, <laughs> I mean part 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 of the path to to becoming happy behind the wheel was to quit. You know, for a while. Right. Oh man, you you think truck driving's bad? You know, try, try, try selling water treatment systems. You know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. get, get yourself in a sales environment where you either make that sale or you don't eat. You know, and I yeah. tell you what, you talk about. Hey, and you know, there's people that are making a great living doing that. It isn't the occupation itself. It's just you know. Uh, it, I, I mean, I know. I, I it redefines stress for me. You know. Yeah, and that truck kept looking better and better, and and it did have that situation that you were talking about. They were like, yeah, you've been driving truck for twenty years, and you want to do what, you know? But I, right. but I put on I put on some real nice clothes and shine my shoes, and they hired me, you know. But man, you know, they, so so anyway, I part of it is uh, 
you know, realizing that a truck ain't such a bad place to be after after all, you know. Um, mm-hmm. As far as far as the what wasn't available several years ago, you know, like those books on tape, you know, if you, if you were dropping a hundred dollars, fifty dollars at a clip, and you know, uh, <laughs> used to be I had a big bag, I just big bag, I'd have all stacked up with uh, these cassette tapes. They were everywhere, you know. Like when I have my own, yeah. they'd be on the dash between the seats on the, yeah, but. It, it, that's what I had to do back then, and it was limited, you know. Um, there's a site I would like to give out where you can get free uh, books on, on what, what do I want to call them, you know. I want to say books on TV, but on uh, CD, but basically you download the MP3s of books. And it's a nonprofit organization, and it's called Gutenberg, G-U-T-E-N-B-E-R-G.org. And then they they operate off donations, and what they've done is taken you know hundreds or thousands of volumes of older literature, you know, and made audio books out of them. And oh, that's drive cool. Around. Yeah, you were saying what, what what was that show you said someone gave you, and you were listening to yeah, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, you ought to see if you can find that thing. That was Wyatt Earp. I mean, the actual Wyatt Earp speaking. And it was so cool because he was talking about how he would walk out into the street and this other cowboy would come out and he would have to tell him, you know, you have to leave the, you have to leave your guns with me. And that cowboy wasn't about to give up his guns. <laughs> I mean, it was just absolutely amazing listening to the actual real Wyatt Earp speak. But you ought to see if, if Gutenberg has that because, boy, you'd love it. Yeah, I'm not sure. A lot of what they have, also for anybody that's, uh, you know, I know the over-the-road people end up, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, spending spending some time at truck stops and what have you. And I know my good friend of mine, Bob, he had a, went out and uh, got a laptop, and he emailed me one time from Lake Ohio somewhere, you know. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I kind of was a little ignorant that that was even possible, but evidently you can hook, uh, hook something to your laptop, uh, and, you know, you can... Uh, you know, I mean, you could be online and emailing and all that kind of thing, you know. Oh yeah, now so, you got all this all this Wi-Fi stuff. But a lot of truckers out there are, you know, real techie. You know, I mean, a bunch of them out there have laptops and fax machines and everything else. You know, all these owner operators, that's their office. So, but there's a lot of techie drivers out there. They probably know more than you and I do. Yeah, well, I was thinking about, you know, someone at Truck Stop Gutenberg also has text versions of all the. Now, I know there's tens of thousands of books that they've converted into text files. They're real small. I mean, they're a .txt file that you can download, uh, you know, just a monstrous book. And, and even if you're at a, at a low bandwidth, real, real fast. So if someone was just sitting in a bunk that preferred to just read, you know, they're they're all free. And they're uh, basically they're, they're non-copyrighted works, you know, and, you know, some – some of it's real old, you know. It's the Shakespeare, and I don't know how many uh, how many double clutching Shakespeare fans there are out there, but everything he <laughs> ever wrote is available in audio as well as the text version. And you know, Mark Twain, and you know, uh, yeah. What I was looking for lately is Ralph Waldo Emerson. Uh, I'm really looking for some of his stuff. I don't know if you've ever read any Emerson. So just a lot of classics, a lot of everything, really, probably. Yeah, it's older stuff. It's stuff that, you know, where there wouldn't be a copyright on it. They're not infringing on anybody's work, you know. Um, but the mm-hmm. only way they can offer it for free is they're getting it for free. And truthfully, I don't think Shakespeare really minds. I think he'd probably be, probably be happy about it. Uh, but, yeah, it's G-U-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. If you put two T's in there, you're going to get some other site where they're selling something. Somebody was smart enough to, to 
grab onto that. Oh. <laughs> so, of you know, course, always. But uh, there's also another another huge asset, especially for the, uh, someone who's home relatively often, is a local library. You'd be amazed at the audio programs that are available now in a library. Really, man, I didn't even know people still went to the library. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder myself, you know. The, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I, I used to go a lot, and now I don't have to, so I probably haven't been there in a year. But, yeah, they had the big uh, – these were CDs. Uh, for a while there, I, I had a little CD player that I was plugging into the thing, and uh, I bought a – there's another kind of FM modulator that you can plug a device into when we were talking about FM modulators. Which, this thing just basically converts any – signal from any device into an FM signal, you know, it, it, it's not an all-in-one type of thing, but, you know, I used to go there, and, yeah, the, 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 I got, like, 12 CDs on, uh, uh, it was like, a, it was pretty obscure, it was like, theoretical astrophysics or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. from, from, everything from the Big Bang to yesterday, you know, and, yeah. uh, and I, I know that doesn't interest everybody, but, man, kept kept my brain going for a week, you know. Well, you've got that scientific mind. Because I know when I rode with you there for a while, well, sometimes you'd get off on that stuff, and whew, it was way over my head. I, I, I just, you know, just looked at you and just nodded. I, I, but there was many times I had no idea what you were talking about. But I didn't I want you to think I was stupid. That. So. No, 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 I don't think that at all. I'm just, you know, I'm just, a, I'm a, just an overgrown, dysfunctional, retarded truck driver, to be quite frank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but, the, the, but, the, but basically, there's something for everybody, and you know, yeah. and that that's how that's one that's one way to keep just whatever you're interested in. Um, you can you can just keep feeding your mind the positive things, things that you're interested in. Turn off that CB radio. Quit listening to all this negative stuff, and uh, feed your mind what you want to hear. Kind of yeah. you know, feed yourself. Yeah, and that's the whole, you know, that, that's the whole ball game. You know, I mean, a, a truck can literally be a rolling university. You know, and I'm not sure sure who would, uh, you know, give you a degree for what you learned in there. But there's, uh, you know, one of the programs like I started on it. <laughs> I started on it, and then the election started. I went into started going into my political thing there. I haven't, but was uh, learned Spanish. You know, I was learning Spanish from behind the wheel of the truck. It was working. I, I just have to restart. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, you can learn a foreign language. There's, you know. Just uh, all, all, all I remember was anything in, in la biblioteca. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that from uh, Mr. Espinosa from eighth grade, you know. But it's something about in la biblioteca in the library, you know. And and darn if I don't fire this program up thirty years later in the first district in la biblioteca, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you do that pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, the, the, the discs, it's called uh, Learn Spanish Like Crazy. I, it's 20-some. See, I actually I have to uh, throw it onto my uh, – I have to rip the files back onto the computer in MP3 format and then throw them onto the flash drive is what i got to do. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pursue – yeah, they're, they're unbelievable, excellent. You know, you're just driving down the road, and before you know it, you're I, – I tried I tried some out with a couple of the uh, Spanish fellows that I work with, you know, just – Started throwing some lines out at them, and they knew what I was saying. So, must, but that's fantastic, you know. That you know? yeah, yeah, I don't even know why. Uh, the other thing is laugh, man. You know, the, there was a doctor. He wrote a book, and uh, uh, Norman Cousins 
Norman Cousins, and I don't exactly recall the name of the book, but but he talked about a guy who had cancer and just had uh, part of uh, how he he healed himself through holistic means, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, but by laughing, he he just did oh, everything yeah. he could to be laughing, and I know I know not everybody believes in that, but but I do know one thing, you know, laughter, you know, what do they say, laughter is the best medicine, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I highly suggest it, you know. If you, yeah, I saw something like that one time. I was some kind of show I think was on, and it was a motivation motivational speaker. And he came up there, and he walked up, and the first thing he did, he didn't say a word. He didn't say, you know, glad to be here. The first thing he did, and it makes me laugh when I think about it now. But he he walked on the stage, and the first thing he did was just started laughing, and he just kept laughing, and you know, he he he's kept making his laughing, you know, funnier and funnier. Well, before long, a couple people in the audience started chuckling, and then some more started laughing. And before long, he had the entire audience just, I mean, belly laughing, and they had no idea what they were laughing at or what they were <laughs> laughing about. But after that was all done and everything settled down, I mean, there was people in tears laughing so hard. The very first words out of his mouth was, that's the power of laughing or the power of laughing. And that made me think of that show when you started saying that. Yeah. Wow! So this guy, he, he just he just started belly laughing, but there was no context to it. He just laughed, and everybody started roaring, but nobody told the joke. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the guy that introduced him, you know, he, he said, you know, he's a motivational speaker. So they said, today we have with us so and so, a motivational speaker, you know, da da. And so here he is, you know, whatever his name was, and he walked up, and he didn't do anything. He just started laughing. And at first, everybody looked at him like, well, you know, this, is, this guy's a kook, you know. And, uh, but before, he just kept laughing and laughing, and before long, the whole audience was laughing. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And then after it was all over and everybody calmed down, the, the very first words out of his mouth was, that's the power of laughter. And that was what his whole motivational speaking was about. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it was wow. pretty funny. Makes me laugh when I think about it now. Yeah, I, you're making you're making me laugh on this end, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So what you said, you know, is true. So it all goes back to the, uh, you know, the state of mind. And if we can just keep ourselves in that state of mind and not let all this negativity wear us down, and and um, you know, trucking's tough anyway. You know, I talk about that and the truth about trucking, and and plus that reminds me too the the new I haven't put it out even yet, but the for the listeners out there and. And again, I see everybody in the chat room. I'm glad you're here. The the new 2009 version of Truth About Trucking is uh, is out there now too. So if you've uh, if you've already gotten uh, our ebook, uh, just send me an email at alan at truthabouttrucking.com, and uh, you can uh, we'll send you the 2009 version uh, uh, for free because anybody who's already gotten it, you know, gets they get you know the free updates for life anyway so but the 2009 is up there and up there and running so if you still have the 2008 just shoot me an email and and uh let me know and I'll we'll get you the 2009 to you so that just kind of popped in my head but but yeah what you're talking about there like uh like the laughing and just keeping that good state of mind and everything going is a, is just so important out there cuz I I see a lot of drivers out there miserable and then on the other hand I see a lot that are happy and I've always wondered well what 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 are they doing that the other ones aren't? So, uh, and you've seemed to have tapped into it because you you seem like you're you're pretty happy out there in your truck. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I, 
but you know, I'm just thinking when you said that, yeah, but ask my wife how miserable I can really be. You know? Yeah, well, we all can be. Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. Twenty some years she put up with me, you know. So I, God bless her, you know. But uh, but man, I had my moments. I got up this morning and there was just oil just gushing out of her car, out of the oil pan, you know. So. I did oh, really? actually. I did. Yeah, you know, it's some. It's one of those things. And, and if today was my day off, you, you know what I mean. I, I could. I can probably fix it. And but it's a very labor-intensive thing to take to the shop because the uh, yeah. the, exa- the exhaust system is in the way of the pan. Yeah, it was really weird. It's like the gasket slid out of the right side of the pan. I never saw it do that. You know, and I. Wow. I did that. The only thing I can think is that the bolts became loose, and and you know. So anyway, I'm I'm like, just imagine this is this morning, you know. I roll out of bed. You talk about negative. <laughs> yeah, I needed to talk to you, Alan, so that I could get happy again. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I roll. I put the thing. I got ramps, you know, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And you know, and, and I, I kind of, I was already reframing it in my head, you know. And, and well, not not initially. I put it up on ramps, and I lay under this car, and I had shut the engine off, and I thought it wasn't going to leak with the engine off, and and as the first glob of oil landed in the middle of my forehead, you know. <laughs> that was I, uh, this morning. That was this morning. Yeah, I knew it was oh. leaking. I, I, I knew it was leaking, and we had it to the shop a while back. But but anyway, the, the moral of the story is, if you would have thought, man, I was not Mr. Happy, you know, when the oil yeah. was dripping on my head. And I told her, look, you can get to where you got to go. There's enough oil in it, you know. But it was just one of those things. And then, you know, then I started to reframe even that in my mind. You know, I think you can just get your yourself into a habit of, of, of taking circumstances, whether they be on the road or outside, and just, I, like I say, maybe, maybe I'm lying to myself, but I went in and before I left, I said, you know what? I said, you did two things right. I said, one, you called me, you know, when you saw that there was a problem, and you brought the, and she brought the I went up, and, it's a long story, but I went up and met her, dumped some oil in this thing, and, and I said, number two, the engine didn't blow. <laughs> so, so whatever yeah, this really. is going to cost you. So what I'm saying is I can say, oh, my goodness, the car's broke, or I can say, oh, my goodness, it's still got a motor. So I decide I'm going to take that, wow, I still got an engine, you know, because it's cost me two grand to get that replaced, and it's going to cost me a couple hundred to get this thing fixed. So, you know, just little things like that, you know. So now, you know, when the the anger pops in my mind tonight about, damn, the car's broke down again, I'm going to say, wow, it's got a motor. (laughs) And, uh, And I'm off Friday, and I have, you know, I have a suspicion that I can fix that thing, but uh, it's just uh, they call that reframing. I don't know if you ever. Yeah, it's just another book. Yeah, I write. So you're, you're you're the you're, yeah, but you're the expert in that though, you know, because that could have easily just that could have just easily started your day off in a miserable way, but you uh, but you turned it into you know, uh, well, it's either the oil leak or no engine. So and that, I mean that's good, you know. I kind of you know admire that from people that can do that because me i don't know if i could handle it that well you know <laughs> so. well it's a it's a choice and i'm not it's not like hey hey a rafer barrier i i don't mean it that way at all uh oh, you know but oh, I just know. like if, if if you know but but the only person you know i i mean i don't get punished for my anger i get punished by it you know and, yeah. and if i can and if i can spin something into something positive then you know that that's i'm the one that's going to benefit from that so it is a little selfish in a way but if you know, by the way, my car does still have an engine, so. <laughs> yeah, really? And I really like the car, so yeah, I'm going to deal with it, you know. I mean, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm just going to lay under there, and the oil's going to drip in my face, and I'm going to have blood <laughs> running down. 
I'm going to have blood running down my knuckles, and, and, you know, and I know what's coming, and I'm going to spew out some words that I could never repeat, you know? <laughs> well, I'd like to be there with a camcorder to get that. I don't know. I don't know. Just, put, put, that, put that up on YouTube. Yeah, put that up on YouTube. Yeah, what? Hey, 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 one good thing, it's only a car now, Alan. You used to own trucks. How much worse was it when it was your big rig and you were somewhere in the middle of uh, of nowhere? Oh, with the, man. You, you know, know what, so this, one of the worst things that happened to us, we had our moving company, A&D Coast to Coast, and Donna booked a big move. I mean a big move. It was like 26, 27,000 pounds. It was, a, it was a killer move from Florida to uh, Idaho in the dead of winter. Oh, <laughs> and we couldn't turn it down, you know, because it, it was a great move. And... Uh, <clears throat> Of course, you know, I was a long-haul driver for the company, so I took off to Idaho in the winter, and I'm going up this big mountain, and it's snow and ice, and I'm creeping up this mountain, and uh, it's nighttime, and, but there's a full moon, you know, so I could see pretty good. And uh, I, I look back in my rearview mirror, and the rear tires on the trailer was just wobbling like crazy. I mean, it was was about to just come off the axle at any minute. I mean, I, I caught it just in time, and I thought, man, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make it up the mountain. That, that, that wheel's going to come off, and, uh, and sure enough, I didn't make it up the mountain, but just, just before the top of the mountain was a rest area, and I was, I was right on the entrance lane into the rest area, and those wheels just come off. They just come right off the trailer, and what had happened was... It, it was so cold, it was freezing. It was so cold that uh, I had hit a big pothole earlier, and I guess it was so cold that it actually just cracked and broke the axle back there. And uh, anyway, I was stuck right on the entrance lane to the, to the rest area, and I was stuck up there on that mountain all day and all night because nobody could figure out how to come and get me and repair trucks wouldn't come up. I mean, this was just the most miserable night of my life. And, you know, when it's that cold, the heater in those old trucks don't work well anyway, so I'm freezing to death. And <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was, it was a long story, but I waited about, it was late into the very next day, and a repair guy finally got up there, and uh, he did his chaining and all the kind of stuff that those guys know how to do and, and uh, wobbled it into town. And I was there for how long was I down there, Donna? Three or four days till they fixed it. I was there for three or four days until they got, they had to order a new axle and and, um, and but you know so then again in the beginning it was very frustrating. But I called the customer and said, hey, I'm going to be about four or five days late. This is what happened. And then it, you know I just I got to a motel room and I just stayed there for three or four days and and just rode it out and you know got the move done, got back home safely, but. You know, I guess that's kind of the state of mind. Eventually, it just hit me, you know, there's just absolutely nothing I can do about this except to get it fixed, get the job done, and get home, and that's what I did. But that, that's one of my war stories out there. It, it was actually a, mis a miserable, miserable time. That, that's, my <laughs> Idaho that's my Idaho mountain story. <laughs> you know, that brought me in. Wow. Wow. I didn't have I didn't have podcasts or anything like that to listen to back then, so I was just stuck I, in a motel room. Yeah, well, I've never heard you say a foul word. I don't know if you ever had, but I, I thought if there was a time, that might have been a time when I could have got a did a gotcha on you with the video camera, huh? 
<laughs> yep, there's probably some coming out. Man, it was like 35. The wind chill was like 35, 40 below. I mean, it, it was a it was a killer time. I looked at her and said, "Don't ever book a move to Idaho in the winter again." <laughs> so, and we never did. Oh man, there might be a CB. Uh, one night, a guy started singing. Do you do you remember that song? You picked to find time to leave me, Lucille. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, you picked the fine time. To leave. Yeah, but he he changed it to you picked the fine time to leave me front wheel. And then oh, the yeah. second and the second line was over the guardrail and into the field. And, yeah. and man, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but things things like that happen, and that's when uh, that's when it really tests your uh, tests your patience and tests your state of mind, I guess. Yeah, well, I think owner operators are something like Superman, you know, and it's just it's anybody that can, you, you know. I, my hat's off. Actually, my hair's off to you. <laughs> yeah. I could say my hat's off to you. You know what? What? What did owning a truck do for me? Well, I uh, caused the hair to jump out of my head. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, man, they they, you know, they have their time. I mean, things have gotten a lot better. I mean, those tires and technology and everything. But man, you know, you're going along and everything's going fine, and all of a sudden, pop, pop. You know, you lose two tires and. You know, it's just it's those those frustrating times, and and uh, you know, I see, I know, I mean, I see drivers from both sides. You know, I see some of them lose it, then I see others just just stay as cool as a cucumber. So, uh, you know, I always admire that when I see that in those guys, you know, and those gals out there, you know, how they can do that. So, but but you've kind of tapped into that too, because you know, this job you have is really can be very frustrating a lot of times. We know that, so. But you always just seem so cool and collected, and so you you maybe you've tapped into that now. T- tapped into a higher power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. At least when I, I at least when I see you. Huh? At least when I see you, you seem pretty cool. Well, well it's, no, I've been doing okay. I'm just saying, you know, it's that thing about that. You know, that author said, you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. You know, you squeeze a truck driver, what do you get? Well, what do you? what you get and you're going to get squeezed and what you get is what went in so if i could respond positively to to a challenging situation it's because i'm taking the time to try to put positive stuff in you know i'm just yeah and you know and if well see see all one thing about negative thoughts you, you got to understand for first off and it doesn't go for like like you said the texas chainsaw massacre movie that <laughs> you never watch well thank god you know but things like that all that negative, all that violence, all those thoughts, all those bad thoughts, all the cursing, and and, and you know, Alan, you know, I uh, I, I pretty much have, have, have done away with that. But years on a CB, I boy, I could I get foul mouthed up with the worst of them, you know. And you know, it just took some time. You know, it took a, took took a, a lot of self discipline to not speak that way anymore, you know. But it occurred to me, geez, you know, people that talk like that, they sound kind of, you know. Yeah, they sound like truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever our perception of them is, you know, and uh, there, there's the response is going to from the orange is going to be what's in it. So when you see someone who, who who gets into a like you said a traffic jam and they're calm about it, then you're seeing what they're putting into them at some level, you know. Some people are just yeah. they just get out of bed and, and the world's wonderful, and I just and I'm wondering, you know, maybe they need to have a drug test, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. always. I don't. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, I guess it can be if you, uh, if you, you know, set that set that state of mind. I guess like we're talking about. 
Yeah, yeah, there's some people out there that are just so positive. It's like, what's that guy on, you know? But, but you know, a lot of it's... And some of it, Alan, is, is physiological, you know? I mean, the human body, you know, uh, a lot of the challenge for truckers is trying to eat healthy. And I know, you yeah. know, we, we, we end up wolfing down piles of chemical-laden... And I love Taco Bell. <laughs> if there's a place I... <laughs> I do. I, I mean, not no exaggeration. Yeah, I, I do to too. Take, my, I used to take it to my favorite place. Yeah, I used to love that kind of food. But I used to take. I had a season passage to Bush Gardens down in Tampa, and me and my son were going down there like every week. And I was home schooling them, and you know that was our uh, field trip. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and it was the best thing I ever did. If anybody's out there thinking about homeschooling their kid, oh my goodness, I, I do it. Do it right. Yeah. Do it. You, 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 you know. If, if boy, after all the regrets I might have had in my life, whatever the best thing I ever did. But anyway, that was our field trip down there. Go up. Hey, I'd, I'd say to him, go upside down. And there, you know, away we'd go. And but anyway, there was yeah. a Taco Bell near there, and for ten dollars you could get get this whole table full of food. You know, and we did. Oh, I know. We, we go there yeah. a lot, you know. And people ask me, well, you know, all the places you've been and everything. You know, where's your favorite place to eat and. And I, I don't care if, you know, if I'm dead broke or if, if I have $20 million. If somebody ever asks me again, you know, where's your favorite place to eat, it's always the Waffle House. I mean, I love the Waffle House. <laughs> I mean, I My like friend. to go in there and just cram down all that really good stuff, you know, the hash browns and sausage and eggs and that's my favorite place to eat. So I don't I don't get into this fancy stuff. That's that's where I like to go. But we go to Taco House all the time too, mainly because it's so cheap and you can two people can eat for ten bucks, you know. Yeah, my friend Ray, he did, he he told me more Waffle House stories. You know, the specific thing they got on the menu. Well, you know what? That's a, a, we could throw that under happiness there. You, you know, if uh, oh, yeah. a good, yeah. you know, maybe taking the time to, uh, to 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 have a decent meal and just saying okay for a couple hours I'm just going to sit here and relax maybe that that's a, a you know making a driver feel better too you know oh man I'd be running down the road and I'd just be like oh man I'm, I'm you know I'm ready to shut down I'm tired and and I'd come up over a hill and I'd see a little truck stop that had a Waffle House and man I was in heaven <laughs> that's all it well, took you know well what I was. <laughs> So much for eating. Well, <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know if the Waffle House food's bad, but you know there there is definitely a, a link, and you know between what goes in a person and you know how they feel, and you know I and I know you know I've been on quite a, a kick lately trying to uh, straighten out some of my own health problems, and you know and it's working, mm-hmm. yeah. it's working, you know, and and a lot of it. I won't get into all that. It's not a health program, but you know to the degree that is possible for a trucker to eat a, eat healthy, do so, you know. And, yeah, but, and it, but that that plays right along with, you know, how you feel and, and more energy and your state of mind. So it, it does play along, you know, pretty good with what we're talking about, you know. What do they say? You are what you eat. So, um, I mean, like, like you, you know, I mean, I know you're going out to eat tonight, but you, you, don't, you won't eat a big heavy meal before you head out. So uh, no, it, does play, like, it does play a part. It, it does. The other thing is exercise, and uh, I, when when I was thinking about exercise, and, and you know, I got uh, uh, I got some weights that are collecting dust, and I got a heavy bag, and <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm better than others, but I, I exercise can make a massive, massive. I'm gonna use the word massive difference in how a person feels. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if, you're, know the, if you're if you 
if you're able of doing it, you know, after three weeks on the road. It's kind of hard to come back three weeks out on the road and you go, you know what, I'm finally home now. I think I'm going to exercise. You know, that yeah, really yeah. wasn't the first thing in my head. So. No, and I'm, I'm 100% appreciating that. Even 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 in my own life now, you know, some something happened. The calendar keeps uh, going forward and what I was capable of doing, you know, 20 years ago isn't necessarily the same, you know. I think it's right. called aging. I think it's called aging, but, you know, to the degree that it's possible, you know, even if it just involves, uh, you know, just walking around the flying J at 100 miles an hour and getting the blood pumping in your legs, it could prevent blood clots that way, you know, it's it's really beneficial, and it'll make you feel better. Um, as far as the heavy bag, uh, man, I don't think there's anything better, because you can put your dispatcher's picture on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. What do you think? Yeah. Not, not my... Not my beat, beat, beat that frustration out of yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you don't need to be Muhammad Ali. They have, they have. Uh, like I said, I mean, I, over the road, that you know, I don't think you can carry a heavy bag in the truck with you. But there are devices like <laughs> I, I see that you can. And you know, what came to my mind was that guy Hugh, the ice road trucker. Yeah. Did Did you ever catch that one where he's got a he he turns his seat sideways and he's got it on cruise control and he's. Well, I'm not suggesting anybody do this out of this currently out of the highway. Yeah. But uh yeah, really? yeah. yeah, if I start making suggestions like this, we're gonna have to have a disclaimer, what do you think? For Yeah, for, and what's uh, what's frightening he, about that is he he does it on ice. So Yeah, yeah, but he's <laughs> he's got he's going down the road and you probably saw it and he's got a dumbbell and, and he's got his knee holding the wheel and he's got the cruise set and he's and he's doing uh, curls, you know? Yeah. And I thought yeah. that not me, yeah. I, he's way more talented than I am. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but but he is. Oh. But all know. but all that plays a part. So we're we're just been discussing um, uh, about out of time here. So we're just going to wrap it up. We got to um, appreciate everybody in the chat room. But yeah, it really just all boils down to just the state of mind and what you put in your head. And and uh, I think it plays a big part. And 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 again, there's a lot of negativity in 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 trucking and. And uh, a lot of drivers negative, and and they uh, many times are right. They're rightful to be so, you know, because there's a lot of problems in trucking. But if uh, some of the technology you can utilize, like Barry was saying about the FM transmitter, and just put in your head, you know, positive things, what you enjoy and what you like listening to, and uh, I think that can make your uh, life out there on the road a whole lot better. So, Barry, uh, appreciate you being on. Uh, it was a good show, and we'll we'll do it again sometime. I want to throw one quote out there that I had written down from a author that I like, and it's this: Happiness isn't something you get from life; it's something you bring to it. And I'll just leave you with that. There you go. That's a good way to do it. So, yeah. So just feed your mind what you like, and uh, and just be happy out there. And uh, and um, we just wish everybody the best. So until uh, until next time, uh, for truth about trucking live this is alan and my co-host barry stutsky we appreciate you being here and have a good good day and uh, till we talk to you again next time drive safe and as always thanks for listening